Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life. I am here today with Yara, who is a military spouse. So Yara, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Um, this is my first podcast, so bear with me, but I'm really <laughs> happy to be here. No, you're good. I'm really happy you're here too. So kind of start by telling me about your relation to the military and how you know, it's changed your life and what experiences you've had. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, my husband, he's been in the military since 2012, uh, but we've been together since 2015. Uh, he started in the reserves and recently, not recently, but about three years ago, he went active duty. So that's kind of how our life changed around. It is definitely very different going from reserves to active and it has definitely changed, you know, our, our life, our atmosphere, because, you know, we have two children, we have a five and one. So it's definitely something different to it, just to when it comes to family, um, just having those people around you. Yeah, my dad um, was Army Reserve for uh, like almost all of my life. He was Army Reserve. Um, He had a seven-year break in service for most of my childhood though but he was army reserve and he then went active duty and deployed to Afghanistan and he ended up getting injured the reserve side of it to the active duty side of it is huge and you don't I mean reserve you you're kind of living that civilian lifestyle still that you know other people live where active duty you're moving constantly you have so many changes that's are going on within the home that it's such a huge difference from reserved active. Oh yeah. And not just your home, but also the people around you, you know, when you're, when he was reserves, all the people he served with, you know, they were there for a really long time. It's not moving around and here, you know, people come and go, you really don't, you build those same relationships, but in a lot faster pace. Yeah. Because you have to be able to do that. And it's hard for, you know, some people to be able to make those relationships and to, you know, quickly make those relationships. Was that a struggle for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because like I said, you know, I wasn't used to, um, I had, you know, first got here, we built relationships with some people. And then, you know, a few months later, like, oh, you know what, they're PCS. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, what, you know, we were just kind of getting comfortable. And that's where I realized it's like, okay, this is not the same. (laughs) Yeah, you have to, um, learn to make those relationships faster and to build that trust between, you know, the two people a lot quicker, because if you don't do that, then you're, you, it's a struggle to make friends and find your community and everything like that. Um, when you're living in an environment that's so unstable. Oh, yeah. And especially with the kids, too. You know, my daughter, she's five. So she sees um, sometimes there's a lot of kids and sometimes there isn't. So she sees them come and go. Luckily, she started school. So she has that right. stability. 
but you know, our, our community friends is different. Yeah. And a lot of families tend to, you know, PCS, you know, the, we have PCS season, right. In um, like the summer and a little bit in the winter, but you know, that's when a lot of families move. So it's not as much of a change in the children's lives of school, but there are still kids that come and go in the middle of the school year. And it can be a struggle for kids to, you know, adapt to that change and say, oh, my best friend's moving. (laughs) Like, what am I going to do now? Like, you know, kind of a change in adaption too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. What has been some of the like joys and exciting things that have come from the military life that you've experienced? I would say being somewhere new. Um, I'm very open to trying new places. Um, Currently we're in Texas and I'm originally from California and we've spent time in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada too. So all three places were different atmospheres, different people, right? just completely different experiences. And I think if keeping an open mind and just knowing, okay, like, what is it like here? You know, what they do here, what they like here. And I guess that's probably one of the greatest things that I feel like having to explore that. Yeah. You, the, you, you know, the whole world is at your fingertips in the military life. Basically you could PCS anywhere you can, you know, you can still travel. <laughs> like there's nothing saying you can't travel still. So, you know, you can really go and explore the world. And it's really cool. Like you had mentioned, you had lived in three completely different places. It's cool to go and experience the cultures, you know, just across the United States and how different it is. Um, I grew up in Ohio. I lived in Texas for quite some time. And now I'm living in Florida. And you know, same thing. Each place is so different and has such a different culture to it that, you know, it's really cool to be able to move around and kind of pick up pieces of each culture and kind of mix them all and incorporate it all into your life, you know, in the next duty station too. Yeah, it is. And and like I said, it's really nice to see kind of like pick what you like about each place. Yeah you know, kind of forget about the things you don't like and pick those things and look at what I, you know, recently told my husband, okay, we're in Texas. Let's see what is like just for Texas. What is something you're only going to find in Texas for us to try and do to kind of keep that in the books as an experience? Yeah. Because, you know, most duty stations are only there once. (laughs) Like you, there are times that you get to go back uh, and be stationed there again. Um, but you know, most times you're only there once and you don't get to experience it again. So if you miss out on something the first time, you're most likely not going to get a chance to go back and see it. So it's so cool to take every opportunity and go and like explore the little things and be a tourist for a little while too, at the same point. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so cool, like getting to talk to people who have lived overseas and are like, you know, we just go and spend a day at a castle. <laughs> like, you know, who can say that you can do that? You know, because we have no castles here in the United States. So going and living in like Germany or something, you can just go hang out at, at a castle all day. Like, it's so cool to think about that. Oh, yeah, that's a dream. I mean, we, if we get that opportunity to experience that, you know, not just vacation, but experience that for a few years. That's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, especially like as you're building a family, like it's cool to 
I mean, I've had someone on the podcast probably a couple months ago that said they took their senior pictures at a castle because that's where they were stationed at. And like, imagine just being able to say that, like not many people can say that. Yeah. The one thing that kind of scares me though, about my children, and maybe you have some feedback, you know, you being a military child is a little bit of that identity crisis, you know, because they they move around so much and trying to figure out like where they fit in. Yeah, it was definitely a struggle for me, especially during my middle school years of trying to fit in. And, you know, because I mean, like we just said, with the culture, like everyone comes in from somewhere different, has different pieces of everywhere they've lived with them. And so everyone is so different and so unique in their journeys, their stories, their uh, experiences where they've lived. So it's, it is really cool, but at the same point, it's hard because you're like, okay, well, you know, I've only lived in one place or I've only lived here or whatever the case may be. And it's so different. And it is a struggle to find your identity and find like who you are. And you're not in a stable situation to be able to be like, okay, you know, it takes a while to find out who you are. And if you're in an unstable situation, it's even harder and takes even longer. Um, but what I would say to that is to, to stay true to who you are, even if you're struggling to find that, like, don't be afraid to try things like something new, but don't feel pressured to, to do it again if you're uncomfortable. I have also talked to people who <laughs> they change their identity everywhere they go. They, you know, want to try out a different personality or a different, you know, style of clothing. And so it is kind of cool in that aspect, too, of being able to to explore who you are and to really find who you are because, you know, you move every couple of years. So you're you go to a new school and everyone's different. You don't know anyone there. So you're able to do that and not feel like you're judged or feel uncomfortable in that. But again, that's not for everyone. <laughs> and some people want to just fit in and blend in. And that was me. But, you know, I'm still learning it now as a 20 year old adult. <laughs> like you have to be able to, to stand out and be comfortable in who you are. And, you know, kind of try and fit in or where you are, but don't lose your identity and who you are and, you know, taking those cultures and building it to, to be who you are. Um, it is, it is kind of a complicated thing and it's so different for every kid, but you know, some people, like I said, like to change who they are everywhere they live. And some people kind of like to try and blend in more. Um, I think that goes a lot to say introvert versus extrovert too, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I, I feel like my daughter's a little bit of an introvert. So we'll see how it goes. But I, yeah. I'm hopeful it's a smooth process everywhere we go. Yeah. And once like, I mean, you said she was like five now. So once you once she kind of gets used to moving and you know going to these new places it becomes easier to an extent but it's also i only moved twice so let me say that i only moved twice but it does get easier and it does get easier to to say goodbye to people and to say okay i'm not going to see you like every day like i used to but you know i can 
still text you. I can still, um, you know, obviously five-year-olds don't text like, you know, (laughs) adults and teenagers do, but, um, you know, I can still keep in contact. Like letters are still a thing. I promise everyone listening letters are still a thing and they still, they still are important because it's, it's nice to receive a letter every once in a while. Um, like pictures, things like that. Those are all still around, but FaceTime and, um, video chat and messaging makes, it's so much easier to stay in contact with people. And I think that makes it a little easier um, for kids moving around nowadays is just the technology um, advances that have happened. And I think military life in general, technology makes it so much easier too. Oh yeah. And for adults too, you know, us, me Mm -hmm. being away from my family, you know, I come from a very big family and that's our main way to keep in contact through video chat, um, you know, birthdays, that's actually how I'm celebrating my daughter's birthday, Yeah, you know, group video chats to sing happy birthday and see you and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, COVID sucked. Like it still sucks, like just plain and simple, but you know, that's one thing that COVID has brought that is, you know, improved the world is, just the amount of technology that has advanced. I mean, Zoom was around before COVID. I do know that my sister used it. Um, We did virtual school. So my sister used it for virtual school. But then when Zoom came out with COVID, I was like, what is this thing? And it's so, it's so useful nowadays. You can literally do parties on Zoom. (laughs) Like it's crazy. Yeah. And you can stay in contact. And I feel like we, you know, that's a one good thing about COVID is that before we wouldn't find these other ways to communicate, but because we had no other form of contact, we yeah. found the best way that worked to stay in contact with everyone without, you know, being next to each other. Yeah. And that's, you know, that goes to speak for military families and, you know, those in the military and related to the military in general, like, you know, we make anything work. Like, technology within the house, you know, within families, everything. Like if, if something has to be done, we, we figure out how to make it work, no matter if it's, you know, something crazy and we have to do something a little weird, like we can figure out how to make something work. Like we're so adaptable. Oh yeah, that is very true. (laughs) Yes. So you are an author. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you started that and what that journey has been like for you too. Well, it started with my daughter ever since she was little. We've always read to her every night. And as she's getting older, you know, we keep looking for more books. Now, um, I'm Hispanic. My first language is Spanish. And I always looked for more bilingual books, more bilingual options. And as she started asking for different kinds of books and I couldn't find them, it inspired me. I was like, well, you know what? Why don't I write a book and, you know, put that out there? And it took quite a time, uh, was it like about a year for it to come to life? Um, And I decided to uh, write about my grandparents because I grew up with them in their household. And it was something that my daughter is never going to experience as a military child, Um, other than little vacations to see her grandparents. But that's something that I just, I don't see her having really. Um, So I think it's nice to have a book out there for her, for her and other children to see, I guess, different dynamics of how other people grow up. So this is just my, my first of many, I hope. 
So yeah. I made it. And I made it bilingual because I want her to still have a connection to the Spanish language. Yeah, it's so important to to show that diversity, um, you know, within the military community, within the world in general, because no, no one person's the same. No, no story is the same. Everyone is so unique in their own ways. And it's incredible to see, especially within the military community, how accepting we are of everyone of different nationalities, uh, different backgrounds and everything like that, because, you know, we're all so different, but, you know, the rest of the world <laughs> kind of struggles with that sometimes and accepting people and, you know, understanding their backgrounds and beliefs and differences. And so it's important to have a book that teaches, you know, that to children from such a young age too. Yeah. And for me, I've never really read a book um, like I said, I grew up in my grandparents' house. My mom was a single mom. So I've never really had a book or something that showed me like, hey, this is normal. You know, it's yeah. fine. You know, kids have grown up like this. Many kids everywhere. Oh, yeah. So just like, yeah, like you said, showing that diversity in, in people's different households. And like I said, on top of it being bilingual, I don't want my daughter to lose that identity either. You know, you go from being you know, your family is Hispanic to now, you know, you have this military community and it changes. So having that out there for her is, is really important for me, for her yeah. and my son. Oh, yeah. It's definitely something that, you know, you don't want to lose sight of because you don't want to lose sight of of who you are and your background and your culture and your ethnicity even though you're still moving around all over the place every couple of years, going to completely different places and experiencing new things, you don't want to lose necessarily your culture that you were born with. You want to keep that as your roots and just grow as you move around and adapt to new cultures and learn new places. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's the roots. There you go. That we said the word roots. It's really, yes, really hard to keep those grounded. When you're yeah. constantly moving and constantly trying to adapt. Yes, for sure. Um, so the last question I always like to ask is what piece of advice would you give to another military spouse? You know what? And this is a very lengthy one, I feel. Yeah, go I would, for it. I would say to make sure to think about yourself too. Your you know, service member, your spouse is very important and what they're doing is very important but don't lose yourself. Um, that was something that's very hard and I'm still struggling with because, you know, you're a mother, you're a wife, and many times you have to do it yourself, but you need to find, you know, your drive. And that's another reason why I wanted to write books because as an author, anywhere that I go, I can make, that's my career. You know, I can make that happen. And certain careers, it's really hard for you to keep up when you're constantly moving every three years, but find something that is you. Because, you know, you're still your own person. Yeah, it's definitely hard for military spouses to keep jobs and, you know, moving around all the time. Like the service members have have their jobs where they're stable and they're, you know, they have the military as their, you know, main constant every single place they live. But spouses have to find that and children have to find that, too. And so it's ex important to to understand what is important to you. And even if that is simple as, 
you know, having a remote job or being a mom everywhere and finding ways for your kids to feel comfortable or writing books, having, you know, finding a new career everywhere you go, whatever that may be, you know, it's really important to have that stability and have that constant for the rest of the family too. Oh yeah. And, but like I said, the way that I saw it before was that, you know, you kind of give yourself to what the, you know, to the army, the Marines, and that is their job. And it is important, like I said, but you still need to find your, your middle ground and right. put yourself first sometimes too. Yeah. Because like you said, there are times when, you know, they're going to be deployed when they're not home, you know, they have to go out and do some trainings or, whatever the case may be, you're going to be alone a lot of the times. So you have to be able to, to find your drive and find what keeps you going too. Yes. There you go. It's, you took it right out of my mouth. Find your drive. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your experiences and your journey and about your books and everything too. Thank you for having me. Again, this was a wonderful opportunity and my book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Uh, It's called En la Casa de Mis Abuelos in Spanish, but you can also look for it in my grandparents' home. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I was just going to ask you where we could find your (laughs) book at, but thank you so much again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.